Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat, and I'm your host, Amanda, bringing you the latest in all celebrity gossip, reality TV recaps, and anything happening in Hollywood right now that I just can't keep my mouth shut about. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat. Okay, you guys, this season of The Bachelorette has been a fucking shit show. And who better to come on and talk to me about it than, I was going to say the infamous, but that doesn't sound good. Reality Steve, Steve Carbone, thank you for joining us today. No problem. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, this is, this is your, like, what is your life like right now with this crazy motherfucking season? This is busy season for me just because we had six months off where I did nothing (laughs) because there was nothing going on. But yeah, when the show is airing, that's when I'm busy because I write three columns or two columns a week and then a podcast every week as well. So when it's airing, yes, very busy because then when the show's airing, I'm also live tweeting. I'm putting it out on Instagram stories and Instagram posts. So yeah, it's a lot busier for me right now. How did, are you, do you only do this for the, for the Bachelor Nation stuff or do you do it for other shows too? No, just this. I've only just been uh, spoiling The Bachelor. It's coming up on uh, this year is 11 years. So next come January, it'll be almost 12 that I've been doing the spoiling. Wait, what, what was the first season then that you? It was Jason Mesnick's season, which was the first one where we had really a crazy ass ending. If you remember that, he chose Melissa and then he broke up with her. For I don't know how many years and they have a daughter. So worked out in the end for them. So how did you start? How did you one day were like, I'm going to spoil the bachelorette. Did tips come to you? Did you know shit? And you're like, I'm going to put it out. How did it happen? I was covering the show and recapping the show from basically season three on just for fun, just to make fun of it. Cause it's such a silly, stupid show. And I did that from Oh three to Oh nine. And in Oh nine, someone came to me who knew something about the Jason's ending. Mm-hmm. and said, hey, uh, I got some info. I know you write about the show. I know you've got kind of a following. Just want to let you know, here's what happens. I was like, oh, okay. So I put it out there a couple weeks before the finale, and I said, this is what you're going to see in the finale. And nobody had any real reason to believe me because I had never spoiled anything. I had just been writing about it. So it wasn't until it aired that I was vindicated. How did you disclaim it? Were you like, spoiler alert? Like, this was, you were. Yeah, I told people, I said, I found out what the ending is going to be. And it's not what you normally think. Because normally it's just like, you know, get down to two at the end of this. And, and the ending, the finale played out like normal finales. He chose, he sent Molly home and chose Melissa er, and Melissa and they got engaged. But it was the after the final rose taping where things had changed. Because that was filmed way early in advance. So. Yeah, I gave people the heads up, like, hey, this is what's going to happen. This is what you're going to see in the finale. And w- when you got your first tip, was it like, were you confident that the person that told you was correct before putting it out? Yes, because mm-hmm. who it came from and the details that they knew. 
I see. And still to this day, do you, does everything you put out have to, do you like super, were you ever wrong? Like I don't, I try to not look at your stuff. I'm one of those, I don't like spoilers. So my sister always checks out what you say. And she's like, I know it's going to, I have to tell you, I have to tell you. And I'm like, no, I don't want to know. Obviously it's different this season. This was probably such a different season for you because it was spoiled for everyone kind of. Yeah, no, I've been wrong in the past. Now, I'm a very analytical person. <laughs> so when I say I've been wrong, there's different variations of the word wrong. Is it because I've been wrong when I initially released my spoilers, but corrected it to the correct spoiler before the finale aired. So there, I can tell you this. There's only been one time where I gave out the spoiler. It was wrong, and I never corrected it. And that was Desiree's season. But every other season, I have given out a spoiler. And if you tuned in on the day of the finale and read the spoiler that day, you would have known that what happened. But yeah, initial times I've given it out. Yeah, I've been wrong, I think, four or five times where I gave it out initially of what I had heard is the ending. And then it changed. So is it always from tips of people? Is it always people? What do they email you? Like people come to you and tell you? You have sources, like you have minions. How does it work? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, it's a myriad of people. There's a lot of sources. Um, and I think a lot of it comes down to, I've been doing the spoiling aspect for 11 years. People know they can trust me with information. So I think people just feel comfortable telling me stuff. And I'm the only guy on the internet that does what I do in terms of this franchise, where Season in and season out, you get basically an episode-by-episode breakdown of the dates, the roses, who's going home, and whatnot. So anytime anyone hears anything, I think my name has become synonymous with the franchise. It's just like, oh, the reality Steve guy. Hey, I can give him a tip. Oh, 100%. And do you think the franchise, like the the producers, Chris Harrison, do they like you or do they hate you? They're not fans of me, but publicly. Like, they'll never acknowledge me. They will never quote me in interviews that they do. But privately, I know that they don't really care because all I'm doing is giving them free advertising. For the show. Right, I was going to say, yeah. But they'll never acknowledge me because there are still plenty of people out there who don't know me and what I do, and they don't need to draw more attention to, oh, hey, this guy spoiled the show. And, and the thing is, they can't really say much publicly because if they come out in interviews and say, this guy has no idea what he's talking about. Well, all you got to do is look at my track record. Clearly I do because I've scored so many of their seasons, but then they're also not going to say, wow. Yeah, this guy's good. He gets us every season. (laughs) They're not going to admit to that either. So they just, they just don't talk about me period. Wait, was there a season aside from this season, which we'll get to in a minute where you had no idea and you were like, guys, I don't know. Wait, was it, was it Peter's season? It was Peter's up until the last weekend before the finale. The morning of the finale, I laid it out for everybody. I still don't fucking know what happened on <laughs> Peter's season. Yeah. shows everyone. Everyone laid, wins. Yeah, I laid out that back when, during filming, he had chosen somebody. Because I was in the, I, I didn't know what had happened. But yeah, he had, that, the morning of, I think, the morning of the finale, I had said he chose Hannah Ann. They were engaged. They got engaged. And then he broke up with her in January. And then you're going to see him tonight with Madison, but I don't know how solid they are. And, you know, do you talk to any bachelor people Are bachelor franchise people ever wants to give you tips? Not really, not really just because the contestants are under an NDA. So they're scared shitless and it's more or less, I just, I can't get into, obviously I don't name sources and stuff, but there's a lot of ways to get information about this show is the easiest way I can. Wait, are you hinting that people that, like, are on the show give you tips sometimes, too? Like, producers and shit? No. Okay. No, they wouldn't risk an NDA like that. Yeah. Everyone seems to think it's production, but, you know, I'll let them think, hey, it's, if you want to think it's production, sure. I mean, uh, you know, it's just, there's a lot of different ways to find out information. The thing is, when you're, sh- the thing is, it, this isn't Big Brother. This isn't Dancing with the Stars. This isn't live. When your show is taped in advance, right. stuff is going to get out, period. 
Okay, you guys, if you watch my stories, and I've also mentioned on here about a company that I love called Woo, and I told you guys about their freshies and their quickies. I'm talking about 4RV JJs, so listen up. The freshies and the quickies I love, and I mentioned before, like I said, freshies are to freshen up down there, made of natural ingredients like coconut oil and vanilla extract just amazing before after sex just to freshen up and the quickies are their to-go version of their love oil which is like a lubricant slash massage oil whatever you want to use it for so we talked about that before you guys some of you guys told me you're already using it some of you guys told me you made babies using this stuff so now I want to tell you about their new product called woo vibes it's a vibrator for your clit and it's in a chic travel case for better sex on the go. Okay. It's really like when I got it, I didn't even realize it was a vibrator, like, because it doesn't look like one. It's so chic. It's so cute. It isn't your run of the mill black alley sex store type of vibrator that's pink and like looks like a little rabbit or whatever we know from sex in the city. It's cute. It has white and rose gold tones and it has a special travel case designed to keep your toy clean and discreet not like on housewives when you know Luann's suitcase started vibrating and they knew it was that it has a heart-shaped handle and it's really the perfect accessory for solo or partner play don't knock it until you try it you guys bringing vibes into the bedroom is a game changer it has five functions there are five different rhythms to play with until you find your perfect vibe you know i love a good vibe it's made with premium silicone and designed for clitoral stimulation so love oil and vibes are bffs and when you're done playing just unwrap one of those freshies to wipe your vibes wipe your vajay and store it back in the travel case so easy you guys like i said this is a really chic not like your other pink, you know, sex store you get your friend for a bachelorette vibrator. So if you guys want to try it, use code NOTSKINNY for 20% off. Woo. Okay. That's NOTSKINNY for 20% off. How has this season uh, with Corona times felt different to you? Were you like, timid going into it that it's like filmed at one place and how are you going to get kind of your eyes yeah i don't have as many details this season as in past seasons it's just it was way hard because in the past when they travel they're not secretive about dates they'll go to a different city and invite fans to come watch dates so when those fans go and see the dates you know who's left so then i just go to my chart and be like okay when they were in this city this many people were left Here's who got the dates. A lot of the dates are public. So, yeah, it's 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 definitely different. When they're in one location and the whole location was closed off for Claire and Tasha's season at La Quinta Resort, yeah, it's just it's going to be tougher to break it down. But I think the biggest thing for people, anything, is who wins. Like, there's so many levels of spoiling in any given season. Like, there, a, a spoiler is who got the first impression rose. Well, right, right. I gave that. That's a spoiler, but. If I only gave out who got the first impression rose, but I didn't give you who the final four was and who the winner was, you'd be like, okay, great, Steve. You gave us something that happened on the first night. Like people want to know the ending. And that's yeah, but people thing. can also be really uptight about spoilers. Like I'll watch oh, a show like a day late and I'll recap it. And sometimes people are like, hey, I'm like, am I supposed to know it fucking aired? It's not a spoiler if it aired already, you know? So do you get any like backlash from people that accidentally see your stuff or not so much the people that accidentally hear it because people that follow me on Twitter know if you follow me on Twitter, I'm a spoiler. I'm the spoiler guy for the bachelor. Like yeah. you can't follow me and then complain that you read a spoiler, even though I will put in the beginning of my tweet in all caps, the word you spoiler. Do. So you can right. still, even if a tweet pops up and you don't want to know about it, the second you see the first word, you can easily just not read it. Right. For me, it's more been about just so many people need to know every single detail at all moments of the day. And it's like, look, I know more about this show and this franchise than 99% of the audience that watches it, but I still don't have every single detail. Well, you'll get like DMs and emails and and shit like that. Anytime a story happens in Bachelor Nation, just, it it just gets sent to me. And it's like, well, what do you think of this? Or have you heard about this? And it's like, look, there's some things that I just haven't heard. Not even talking spoiler stuff. Like today was a perfect example. Like, Crystal from Ari's season announced she was pregnant today and I had 15 people send me the story. It's like, yeah, 
I, I'm very well aware of what's happening. I don't know what you want me to add to this story. It's like, okay, she's pregnant. Yeah. I, didn't, yeah. I was supposed to break that she was pregnant before she did. Like, I didn't know. It's like, no, I didn't know she was pregnant. But yeah, I didn't even know. I was like, someone sent it to me too. And I was like, I didn't even know. Like I knew her and Goose broke up, yeah. but that was kind of very, I feel like. Quick. We didn't get <laughs> quick and we didn't get answers. And I didn't even know she had a boyfriend and I didn't even know she's. And apparently I just was told and tell me if you know anything about this, that she her. I didn't watch her video, but it says like August. And did they like officially separate in August, too? No, I think their announcement came in like August, but apparently they've been mm. separated since January or February. I see. Yeah. So do you, know, is, do you know anything about that? Like why they broke up? I don't know anything other than what they've said. We're just, yeah. just, he moved back to Florida and she was still in San Diego. So I knew that, and that was going on for a few months. If you really dove into all the stories that she was posting, he was never in them and he used to be in them all the time. So there was something coming and then it finally became like, they finally made it official. But yeah, now to find out that she got knocked up fairly early into a relationship with a new guy, you know, yeah. yeah I mean, it's clearly this probably wasn't planned, but yeah. You know, she seems to be happy and good for her. Do you follow them all on social media? Like every no. single one of them? No. <laughs> it would ruin my feed if I followed every single Bachelor person. It really would. I, I, so do you have like favorites that you do follow that you're like, oh, I want to see what he's up to? Yeah, I'll usually follow the lead mm. that particular season. And then like I'm following Claire and Dale now. I'll follow Tasha. It's not like they're giving anything away, but yeah, I yeah. follow it just to stay up to date with. Because look. That's part of the other thing that I was talking about. Anytime one of these people does something on their Instagram story that could give something away or did you notice this or did you see this in the background? It's just like yeah, people immediately send it to me. Like, what is this all about? It's like, look, I don't know. It, <laughs> and 99% of the time, it's nothing. These people right. just want to dissect everything. Wow. It's, it's a bit much. It's, so you're like, let me do my job. I know what I'm doing. I don't need your, um, <laughs> your you mean well, but... So, okay, Cassie and Colton, I was like obsessed with them because I thought now I feel bad. I used to call Colton like psycho stalkery, all the things that he kind of, I mean, is ended up being. I used to post like every picture of theirs where he's like, Cassie, I love you, Cassie. I love you. I love you. I'd be like, and he would see her and he'd hug her and you'd see her kind of like scared. I, I ran with that. I was like, he's obsessed with her and she doesn't even like him and whatever. And then the weirdest story breaks. And I saw actually you did broke that too. Cause you also break like news. Like you said, it's not always spoilers. It's also bachelor, bachelor nation updates and what's happening. And that he, first of all, did you see he deleted all of his posts? I'm sure you got that message too. <laughs> and it's funny because, but before it's like a week or two before his season started airing back in January of 19, he deleted all his tweets one day. He just all the, he just up and just deleted everything, every single one of his tweets. So this isn't new for him. This isn't, uh, this isn't new for him. Um, yeah. It's probably a good idea that he got off social media because he isn't great with it. And when I had him on my podcast before the Cassie stuff broke, he said, I'm just not, I have a, I have a love hate relationship with social media. I'm not very good at it. Yeah. I think he just wanted to probably clear himself because look, ever since the story broke with Cassie, I'm sure he's been getting nothing, but I haven't been, I hadn't been to his site before he deleted everything, but I'm sure under a lot of his captions, people were just crucifying him for being yeah. a stalker and creepy and all this stuff and leave her alone. And, you know, why, why even keep, why even have your social media up for that? You know? Yeah. I feel bad. Cause on one hand you're like, of course, stalking someone, putting a GPS on their car, that's not okay. But on the other hand, you can't help, but feel kind of bad for him. Cause I was really trying to, I feel like she never loved him. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough to say. I, I, I I'm not going to put that and answer for her. Um, that was the overall, I mean, what you're, your opinion is the opinion that a lot of people had because of the way it went down. He basically said, Tasha, go home. Hannah G, go home. Cassie, I want you after she had already left. So it's almost yeah. like she was put in a position where she either says yes to him or she says no. And she's the biggest bitch in the world because this guy gave up so much for her. You know, she was in a position where she almost had to say yes, but yeah. it, it's not like they broke up two months later. They lasted a year. So right, right. I kind of believe right. she was very close Somewhat. to him. And yeah, I, 
I can't sit here and say whether she truly loved him. Or right. Not. No, you're right, though, because I think after months of kind of making fun of it, I realized the part of it that you just said that she might have a part of it probably was also that she was too nice and he put her in a situation. Her dad was there and he's like, I want you. I want you. I want you. And she's like, OK. But anyway, let's move on to this season. Okay, you guys, you know, when you go out drinking and you're like, woohoo, it's so much fun, like drinking forever. And then the next day you're like, I'll never drink again. There's a solution for that. And it doesn't include not drinking. It includes no days wasted and their amazing product, DHM Detox, which is a vitamin for people like to drink. Thousands of people are using DHM Detox as their drinking partner. It's the responsible way to have a few drinks and forget about feeling like shit the fucking next day. You take two capsules after your first couple of drinks and it goes to work. It has this whole science behind it where it helps boost your body's natural response to alcohol and break down those toxins. You guys know if you follow me, I get headaches if I drink water the wrong way. So drinking alcohol can really mess with me and it sucks because you want to enjoy your night out and not have to deal with shit the next day. DHM Detox is the way to fucking go. They also launched their new hydration replenisher with immune support. It um, is delicious. It's watermelon lemonade electrolyte drink uh, to help you rehydrate, but also help you support your immune system. Think Pedialyte and Gatorade when you're feeling like shit, except this that goes so great with the DHM Detox. No Days Wasted has risk-free purchases, so if you're not satisfied, you fucking return it. They'll give you your money back. It's a no-brainer. So at the very least, give them a shot. Get a refund if you're not happy. I got 20% to give you off your first order and free shipping in the U.S. Just head over to nodayswasted.co slash notskinny and use promo code notskinny at checkout to try DHM detox and, you know, drink and enjoy your life the day you're drinking, but also the next day to feel good and enjoy your day and not waste any days. Go to no days co slash not skinny and use promo code not skinny at checkout. You just, you just said you follow Claire and Dale, and I just, like, got kind of, like, EBGBs or whatever because watching their stories is so cringy, but I'm, like, addicted to it. Like, I their stories are cringy, but it's also I want to watch them, and I want cameras on them 24-7 and seeing her. What do you, what do you, what do you make of them? I, I mean, it, it seems like two people in the honeymoon phase of a relationship. They're happy. She went to South Dakota. She's clearly not a cold weather girl. So she's, you know, freezing her ass off out there. They went to go, you know, they're, they're outside of his sisters in a, you know, in a care facility and they're outside the window. Like that was sweet. That was just, sweet. They seem like they're happy. What you know? you're serious. You, you feel like Dale's into her. I mean, if he's not, he's putting on one of the best acting jobs ever. I mean, cause it's one thing. And I've, and I've said this a couple of times now. If he did not want to be with her and he was not into her, he could have easily just done the proposal because it's what the show wants you to do. And then just done a six month, nine month long distance relationship where they see each other on occasion. And then just been like, okay, I'm out. But he's moving to Sacramento. Like you're, and he's house hunting with her. Like Wait, he's moving do that to if Sacramento? Yeah. He's-, he's moving. They said it in their store and they're live on Thursday night. Like they've been house hunting and Gail is moving to Sacramento. So you wouldn't do that for somebody for cloud or Instagram followers. You would just be like, yeah, we're engaged and, you know, do photo ops and go visit each other when you can and then just get out. He's moving in with her and they're buying a house, it seems like, together. That's that's serious stuff. So the speculation that they talked before, I heard that you debunked that? Yeah. Well, I've been doing it because, well, number one, she has said it twice and she swore on her dead father, who's like the most important person to her in the world. If we're going to sit here and call a girl a liar who's swearing on her dead father, that's kind of a shitty thing to do. It is. But at the same time, I was just thinking, like, if you swear on someone that's already gone, like, what, you know, what can happen? Well, I mean, it's not, yeah, it's not like what can happen. I mean, even, <laughs> if, she swore, even if she swore on no, yeah. her sick father, nothing would have yeah, yeah, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I think it's more along the lines of, you know, this season just is unprecedented because she was allowed to do something that nobody else in the history of this franchise 
could do because for four months she was allowed to look at her guys. Wow. Guys yeah. that were potential to be on her season. So how did she know? Oh, she knew because it was after they were released. Yeah. The cast list was released and she was set to film. And that was the day COVID was declared a, na- a national pandemic. So oh. that was the first day of filming was March 13th. And they never, they sent everybody home that weekend. So she had four months to be like, okay, these are the how many, 25 guys that were released. I'm just going to watch them and see which guys that that's I'm interested insane. In and not interested in. And then she got there and clearly, clearly Dale was a favorite in her head. She already put him ahead of everybody else based on what she saw. And she has said that in every interview that she's done, but then Dale comes out of the limo. He's everything that she expected him to be and more. So she had made up her mind at that point. Uh, yeah, it's early. They've answered that in every interview. They had the people.com exclusive today. And everyone's like, People think you're crazy for two weeks. And Dale's like, look, when you know, you know. He goes, I knew when I got out of the limo. You say that he's a good actor, but I don't think so. I don't believe him. So I, It feels like if I saw two people that they met, if they were like the chemistry was crazy, I'd be like, okay, they felt. But I don't feel it from him so much. Maybe that's just what he's like. But I don't. He looks and I feel like most people feel kind of that he looks like he's not. He's not where she is, even though you're right. If they're if he's going to move with her and do all that shit, then that's a lot to invest for, like you said, Instagram followers. Yeah. I mean, it's he could easily just continue to be Clarendale from the show. Yeah, we're engaged. I'm in New York. She's in Sacramento. We see each other when we can and we'll we'll put Instagram stories out when we're together. And then I'll ride this thing out for, you know, six to nine months and then we'll I'll, I'll just leave. But the fact that he's moving there. It's, it's tough to say. It's tough to know somebody's true motives. But when I see them on their Instagram stories, he's, to me, he seems like he's just into her as, as she's into him. Like, I don't think on the show he did very well in terms of expressing his emotion. Yeah. I agree there. But off camera, off television, and in real life, when they were doing an Instagram live together, when they were doing interviews on the Bachelor Happy Hour podcast, when they're doing Instagram lives, in South Dakota or walking around Sacramento doing lives in the car way more nat. He comes across way more natural and way more into her in those. I, I agree on the show. He, he didn't seem it was tough. When he did a live like a few months ago and I remember they were like, what are your goal? Your, 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 your goals for the next five years. And he was like, I want to have my brand grow. He said all the things that made me feel like he's thirsty. You know what I mean? Like he said, like, have my brand grow and be a broadcaster. And so, I mean, it's are you're in this for fucking 11 years. Is there really anyone that's not coming out to get clout and Instagram deals? No, they all know. They all know now what this show can do for a career. And I I don't believe anybody goes on and their sole focus and the number one goal is to find a spouse. That's like eighth on the list. It's well, maybe Claire. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Cause Claire isn't an influence. She was a hairstylist in Sacramento yeah. and she doesn't do a lot of ads. So you can clearly see that on her Instagram. She's not an influencer at all, but the contestants. Yeah. It's it, everybody knows. And, and if they play dumb and pretend like it's not, they're liars. Yeah. But it's, it's a byproduct of going on the show. I think some are, op- I think they can all say, look, I'm open to, if they're really being honest, I think their answer is I'd absolutely be open to falling for somebody in this process because I have seen that it does work. There are four bachelorettes that are still married to the person that they Wait, who are the four bachelorettes? Trista is still married. Desiree is still married. Rachel is still married. And Ashley Hebert was up until a month ago when her and JP broke up. And then Jojo and Jordan are set to get married. And there's one other one that I'm, on. And also we have couples that aren't like from the lead. We have Ashley and uh, Jared that are a couple and, Tanner and, and Jade. oh, we have Ari and Lauren. Yeah. Ari and Lauren, uh, Tanner and Jade, Sean and Catherine. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Right. It can, can work. Easily, you can say, look, it can work. I've seen it has worked in the past, but that's not the number one reason these people are going. They're going on for clout, for Instagram followers, for a change of lifestyle, to meet other people in the franchise, to get on paradise, all these things. Factors are way ahead of I'm going to I'm going on to meet my future husband or wife. Isn't that crazy? But but you said you started this from the beginning. At the beginning, there was no Instagram. Oh no, yeah, no Instagram has been 
I want to say since 2014, I want to say around Andy's season. So, kind of so when you were doing it from the beginning, there was none of that. Like, I feel like the Bachelor people weren't even so much of interest to like entertainment news. Yeah. And like, so, so then it was kind of the real deal, like Trista and Ryan and everything. Yeah, it's certainly, it, it, this show is 180 degrees different than what it was in the beginning. Yeah. I mean, it's advent in 2003 up until social media days. Like it's an yeah. absolutely different show. I mean, here for the wrong reasons is obviously a big phrase when it comes to the show. And yeah. technically everybody is not there to find love. So technically they're all there not for the right reasons, but some are just more open about it and some are more obvious about it by the way they act on the show. They're just, they're just there to have fun. They're there to be part of this friend. Cause once you're in the show, now you can easily get access to other men and women from other seasons that you may have right. had an interest in because it's an easy end to be like, Hey, we both went through the same experience. You know, let's get in each other's pants. Cause that's kind of the way this thing works. It's very incestual. It's very incestual. So Tasha's first episode aired last night for, I think, most people. It was like a breath of fresh air. Like she seemed like the real, like, like you said, Claire, aside from if people like her, don't like her. She came in. She knew about the guys. She saw Kenny was a boy band manager of some like dumpy band and wherever the fuck. She was probably like, I'm not so into Kenny, you know, like she came in with preconceived notions, which no one really does. And it was so such an extreme from how Tasha came in and she was so nice to everyone. And Claire wasn't really that nice to the guys. She was like, you haven't heard of me. You didn't Google me. You didn't watch Juan Pablo. Like she was, she was hard on them. Like she, that Zach guy, she like made it seem like he was like sexually harassing her. So did you feel the same way watching Tasha? Were you like, ah. I am. I'm not as, I'm not as anti-Claire as you. I'm not not anti-Claire. And I may be saying that because she's been on my podcast twice, but that was three years ago. But, um, you know, I think there's a lot of editing that goes on. The Zach thing, I just don't think you put your hands on a woman like that, period. Who are we to tell somebody who has been in a previously physically abusive relationship that when he touched her the way he did, that she wasn't feeling triggered? I'm not going to sit here and tell her she's not allowed to feel that way. So the Zach thing, I totally understood. But Tasha. I don't think they're going to make as much of a story out of it as the fact, but Tasha had the ability to look at these guys as well because the 43 men that were released for Claire in July were released three days before Claire started filming her first episode. So Tasha is a fan of this show. She's a fan of this franchise. Clearly she looked uh, now, is it going to end up being a storyline? Probably not. Not the way they made it into Claire's, but she knew who these guys were going in. And I, in terms of how much digging she did and how she didn't have four months to look at stuff. She had right. maybe a full week. Yeah. But she had the ability to look at these guys. And especially since in her interviews, she has said, now, I don't know if she's lying. I kind of th- think she is. I think she had a little more heads up, but she has said from the time they called me, I had 48 hours to be at La Quinta. So if she had 48 hours, that means that she still could have looked at guys and been like, developed an early favorite just based on looks or anything she found in a Google search or anything. How did the quarantine thing work though? Do you know about that? Cause I've been trying yeah. to figure it out. Okay. So tell us how that worked for Tasha or Claire for Tasha, because if she, if, how did they know to bring her in and replace Claire so quickly? Well, I think they, I mean, I've been told and I've reported this, that um, this was the plan all along. I think cause in four months when the show was in quarantine, Claire is still in talks with producers every single day. They're going over scenarios and telling her, here's what we think is going to happen. Here's how we're going to have to do things. But they also knew that Claire was into Dale from before they even started their first day of film. They knew this because she told them numerous times because she talks to them all the time and they're getting a feedback. So they knew. And I think because they were heading for a season for the first time in 40 seasons, they were heading for a season that, They knew there was not going to be any travel. It was going to be in one location. So it's not going to have this exotic feel to it that they probably needed some sort of hook, some sort of twist. So I can't prove it, but by everything that I've heard and everything that I've kind of seen, Tasha was going to be the bachelorette mid season, no matter what. And I think it was because they knew they were going to be able to get Claire to leave with Dale 
at some point during the show. Tasha, I also think, you know, look, before they cast Claire, there were three finalists for The Bachelorette this year. Claire, Tasha, and Tia. Those were the three finalists. Mm. Production has talked about that. So it's not like Tasha was out of the blue. And it's not like when they were casting men, and I don't know if you know this, but they cast the contestants before they ever declare who the lead is. So, right, so why do they always say, so why do the contestants always say, I came here for you, I heard it was you? How can they even say that when what you're saying is kind of common knowledge? Because they're sucking up to the production <laughs> of this team. It's just, they, they have to say things that appease production because they don't want to get on their bad side. I mean, there, look, there are some people that, you know, when Claire was announced in March and we thought her season was going to start filming in March, yeah, they recasted. I mean, I don't even remember. They yeah, recasted. They had 25 guys that were set to go in March. And then when July rolls around, they lead, they gave us 42 and only 17 of the 25 that were in the initial 25 were part of the 42. So she had 25 other guys that were on that list. And yeah, those guys had four months to be like, wow, I can now apply because they were promoting it during all those greatest of all time episodes. Hey, come be on Claire's season. So they had the ability to recast for Claire and they did. And they cast yeah. way more and they also did the whole diverse thing because they were getting crucified for being such a white show. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you, it's, it's not unbelievable. So do you think, think that's they, maybe the reason they decided to bring Tasha on as well? I'm not going to sit here and say that her skin color had a, everything to do with it, but don't tell me that it didn't play a role because it certainly mm-hmm. did. Because mm-hmm. this all happened after, you know, George Floyd and, the race issues that we were having this summer. So, yeah. and the show being called out for being so white and only so white. in 15 previous bachelorettes or Claire was number 16, only having one person of color in the history of the show, male or female being black. And that was Rachel. They've never had a black bachelor. Above and I was me, saying, yeah. I was saying it on my lives after all this stuff was going down. It ended up being like a week before they officially announced Matt. I said, look, there's zero chance. I go, I don't know who it's going to be, but there's zero chance we're getting another cookie cutter white milk toast bachelor after the shit that they're getting online right now. Yeah. And you know, Instagram account starting up batch diversity, Instagram account, which called them out and it got a bunch over 150,000 signatures of people demanding more people of color in this franchise. There was no way. And then, you know, but would you have ever, did you, did you have any knowledge that it was going to be Matt before it was announced? No. Not for Matt. Were, were there other people in the running or was it just I don't think Matt? so. Because Matt was Matt was part of the initial 25 to be on Claire's season. Right, right. And I think the plan was they cast Matt. Look, if COVID doesn't happen, I still think Matt's the Bachelor. I think he would have lasted long enough on Claire's season. And they absolutely would have. He would have been a fan favorite. And he would have, if Claire didn't pick him, um, yeah. would have ended up being the Bachelor. Uh, I think they cast Matt on Claire's season with the specific role in the back of their mind, as long as he does well and comes across well, we're going to have our first black bachelor and it'll be him. Which is interesting, at least to, to put him as the bachelor, because usually the leads are from other seasons. Yeah. And, and this time it's like the friend of, you know, Tyler C. And he would have been from a previous season if COVID didn't happen, you know, because he would have been. Right. Clear right, right. season. So he's like the first in a while He's basically the first guy in a while, the first lead in, I think it's 27 seasons, 28 seasons in a row now where the lead was on a previous season. Um, Oh, wow. So he's the first one in that long of period where it's, we don't know any, we haven't, we haven't seen him on the show before. We don't know his backstory, even though we kind of do because we saw the quarantine crew with Anna Brown and Tyler C and all that. So we have an idea, but we haven't just seen him on the show. Right. So, yeah. so do you have any spoilers for Tasha's season? Yeah. No, I have her ending. And uh, you have her ending? Yeah. Do we want to go over that or no? Well, I want to. If you guys want to stop listening, stop listening now. <laughs> ha- uh, hashtag a spoiler in cap- all caps. Go. So her final four are Ivan, Brendan, Zach, and Ben. Zach, the guy she went on her one-on-one date last night, she's really into, clearly. Wait, Brendan. Brendan. I mean, yeah, Brendan. Did I say Zach? Yeah, Brendan yeah. she went on the date with. He ends up leaving when it's down to, I think, three or four because he 
you know, he talked about his divorce last night. I guess he realizes he's just not there yet in terms of the seriousness of this show and just not there yet. Because uh, he didn't say it on the show last night, but I've been told his divorce was finalized within the last year or year and a half. So, you know, maybe it makes sense. Not ready to jump into anything. Uh, but he leaves. So Ben and Zach are her final two, and she chose Zach. As far as I know, they did not get engaged. And as far as I know, well, the thing that I don't know right now is I know she chose Zach at the end. I don't know their status right now. I don't know if they're still together and happy oh, as wow. clams. Yeah. I've been hearing mixed things that, put it this way, she was really into Brendan. And Ooh. distraught when he left, but she still ended up going through with it, chose Zach. And I don't want to sit here and diminish and say that, oh, Zach was second fiddle or whatever. I don't know enough. I just know yeah. she chose him at the end. I, I can't tell you. You know she doing. chose him at the end. You know that Brendan left and you know that they didn't leave engaged. And I've been yeah. hearing even rumors. Some girl just DM'd me that she was like in soul cycle with Tasha, And I don't know that 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 people kind of know that she's not with who she chose. That's kind of the word, too. That's what I've been hearing, which is why I say I'm not sure of her status with Zach, because I've been hearing that way more than I've been hearing. Yeah, her and Zach are happy and they're great. I keep hearing stuff, rumblings that I haven't been able to get like 100% confirmed, but rumblings kind of like you've heard of like, yeah, she's not with the guy she chose. I keep hearing that constantly, but I don't yeah. know if that means she's with somebody else yeah, or she just is single and her and Zach have already broken it off. And look, and I've said this, and look, opposites attract, and we don't know everybody's situation, but what we know of those two, Zach and Tasha. Tasha is a social media influencer from Southern California. Zach runs a sober living, living facility in New York. Like, she's not, as far as I know, she's not moving to New York, and as far as I know, he's not, that's a pretty big gig to have, uh, running a sober living facility. In New I know. York so how do you, how do you, how does Zach fit into like us talking about that? They all come kind of for clout. He kind of doesn't seem like the type. I even said it on the date last night. He's like, I don't know anything. I didn't know anything about this. Like, I think Zach is pretty oblivious yeah. to the show and how it works, which maybe she liked that about him, you know? And he's also divorced, which is what she took to Brendan about. Zach hasn't shared that story yet, but Zach is a major uh, addict or former addict who's been sober for, I think, 11 years, which is why he's gotten into the job that he has. I mean, like, oh. big time, like, apparently it was, like, really bad, like, cocaine, heroin, and stuff, like, really bad. But it was years ago, and he was married. Um, so I, I'm sure they bond over his divorce. He's going to tell that story later on this season. Uh, he didn't tell it last night when he got a chance with her, but he tells it later on. And I'm sure that uh, bonded them. And we even see in the promos, there's a clear promo of him saying, I'm absolutely falling in love with you and making, right. making out with her. So, right. Um, yeah. So that's where we're at with, with that. But, it was funny when Riley, I like Riley. He's very like <laughs> another one. He might not be as, like you said, oblivious as Zach, but he's also like, he's like to Tasha, like, so what do you do? <laughs> and she's like, um. <laughs> the way she worded it was like, she could have, she could have worded that in, uh, I was like, hashtag influencer. Just yeah, I, say I'm, it, Tasia. Yeah, I'm an influencer. And there's a, look, there's nothing wrong with it. There's plenty of former Bachelorette leads that are influencers now. Like that's but that's all they do. Yeah. yeah. And that's all they do. But she said, I travel for work and pleasure and I'm in the beauty and health. Yeah. That pissed you're you off, I think, a little bit, no? You're an influencer. I mean, that's all. Just say it. I mean, I don't get Just my- say it. Was she really a phlebotomist? I mean, I know they make up titles, but was she? Re- what does that even mean? <laughs> thank God, thank God, thank God. So it, it's it's someone who someone who draws uh, blood. Oh right, right. You look basically the person, the the nurse that looks for a vein to draw blood. That's a phlebotomy. Phlebotomy is drawing blood from someone's veins. I wonder if she really was. It seems like that's funny. You heard about the Soul Cycle thing, but yeah, because before she went on Colton season, she worked at Soul Cycle in Newport Beach. Oh. Yeah. Where are you located? In New York. Here in New York. Yeah. She's a, yeah, she worked at Soul Cycle in Southern California. But I mean, I'm sure I, there's no way that that's completely made. I don't know why you would put phlebotomy or phlebotomist as your job if you've never done it 
once in your life. So I'm sure. But she they probably- put but they put things because like, what about that Blake yeah. guy, animal officer? What did yeah. they put for him as a title? And what is he? Yeah, I don't even know what Blake does, but I think I actually think that's accurate. But the way they worded it is. Yeah, they worded <laughs> funny because I looked at his stories one day and it was really cute because he was actually showing how to like catch. I don't know, like a mouse in a tree or something. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, I thought I gotta, he was going to be a favorite, but I got to believe that Tasha at some point in her life did some sort of nursing where she did phlebotomy. Uh, it just seems like such a random thing to make. Such up. a and random. Everything thing. else they make up is just stupid stuff. Like phlebotomy is an actual is an actual thing. job as opposed yeah. to dog walker or something like that. that they've had the dog enthusiasts. Yeah. Uh, in the past twins. What did they, they put as Dale's job? Was it model? I don't even remember what they, I, yeah, I don't even remember. To be honest with you. Yeah. Or they might've put a former remember. athlete. Like when they put, sometimes when they put right, former right. athlete for somebody, like that's not a job. It's not, former <laughs> athlete is not a job. Right. And you're, and then at, at the same time, I, I didn't do a deep dive on this cause I don't care about sports so much, but like they're all retired NFL players. And yeah. it's like, what do you do now? Yeah. Yeah. Dale played in the NFL. And I think, I think it means like when you're sidelined, you're not even, I don't know if it's yeah, like, he never, he never, Dale never played just Dale's just like Colton. He never played in an NFL game on a Sunday during a regular season. He, he was a practice squad player. It's just, it is what it is. Yeah. They just like to have fun with that. <laughs> so Steve, after like 13 years, are you still into it? Do you get tips and you're like, Oh my God, she chose Zach. And then, or are you, are you like aloof to it? You're jaded about it now. Are you over it? Are you, do you feel like the franchise is like, cause I feel like the last, there've been a few seasons where we're not getting that typical bachelor ending. Yeah. I think when you're 40 seasons in, you need some sort of spice and it seems like every season has some sort of crazy wacky ending now. Yeah. And Tayshia the same. Um, they got, it's like your love story is the, is the Claire Dale show. Tayshia is going to be the one that's all hot mess express, you know? Mm. It's just not going to be a standard love story. I don't think her and Zach are, but I, you know, I'm not, as I've said, I'm not completely on record because I don't know. I've just been hearing way too many things, but um, all I know is that he's the guy that she chooses in the end. That's crazy. I don't know if I'm happy that I know that. (laughs) I feel like I wish we could go back in time and I I wouldn't know. So anything else that you can tell us from this season, wild, uh, shocking things. What about that? First of all, let's take a moment and acknowledge that it was so funny when Chris Harrison was like, which was so predictable. And I didn't even have the this, this, this spoiler that he would bring in new guys. But then he's like a limo full of men. And then there are like Four. three men. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, this was this was in the spoilers months ago um, and told everybody that there were guys that were brought on for Tasha that Claire never met. And those were the four. Right. But they were on Claire's list. Like they were part of the, they weren't like brought for Tasha. They basically had to quarantine for three weeks because they were quarantining a week before Claire's season film. Cause that was the quarantine for this show. It was like five to seven days and three negative tests. That's how you got yeah. on this show for anybody that showed up on set. And then those guys were already there. And then they weren't given to Claire on night one. So that means they waited two weeks why weren't they how did they decide that's where people that's part of the reason why i also believe that this was all pre-planned oh they knew they were bringing in taisha so they're like we'll save you for taisha and they were just quarantining like at around la quinta this whole time at la quinta the whole time they were just there and just don't never get to leave your room don't get to meet anybody else you're just there and they're telling you we're going to bring you on later yeah that's crazy. I wait, am I imagining? Did I read somewhere that someone just tested positive on Tasha's season or something? Yeah, one of the four guys, Peter. Who's Peter? He was one of the four that came out of the limo last night. Oh, so he tested positive? Well, today, like this week in real time. Oh, yeah. this week, not on the show. Yeah, no, no, not on the I show. See. Like, he tests, I like, see. He has an Instagram story up right now, or it's on his feed saying he tested positive and when he was coming back from his positive test he got anxiety and got in a car crash crashed his car so, oh my god yeah, double whammy wait oh wow that is a double whammy so yeah that's happening yeah that's real time so is there anything else that that you are predicting to find out or do you think that I we're mean, just waiting now for the season to come to a like like you said we had that crazy thing it happened it ended and now 
now we're back to, you know, now we're going to get, because we didn't get to know a lot of the other guys because it was right. all a Claire and Dale show. So we'll get to a normal season of one-on-ones and group dates and uh, Tasha giving her time to those guys that she liked yeah. and whatnot. But um, yeah, at this point, I'm just trying to find out the status of, of Tasha and. Oh, that's what you that. want to know. So if anyone yeah. knows anything, yeah. but also she just started a podcast called Clickbait with Supermarket Joe. Hannah Ann. You called him Supermarket Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that not what his oh, name? Grocery Joe, but that's so funny. <laughs> you called him Supermarket. Yeah, I changed it up. Yeah. Uh, Grocery Joe, Hannah Ann, and Tasha. I haven't listened, but yeah, isn't it weird that Tasha is hosting a podcast like while her season is air? I feel like it's all just like so weird. Very weird. Yeah, it's very bizarre. And they started airing that podcast three weeks ago. So she had to pretend that she wasn't going to be the bachelorette. She would like, it's just so stupid the way they It's just so stupid. And it's also stupid. I mean, I listened to one episode of another weird grouping they did, which was Deanie Babies, Jared, and Vanessa. Now, I listened to one episode because I like stan Deanie Babies and Kaylin and like I wanted to hear something about them. Vanessa is in Montreal or whatever. She doesn't even know what's going on. They're on a three-way, you know, awkward Zoom. I just don't get who's putting these hosts together, deciding they need three hosts for a pod. I don't know. It's just such a weird grocery Joe, Tasha, and Hannah Ann. So I don't random, get it. It's a random threesome. Everybody in Bachelor Nation seems to have a podcast now. So what are they offering us that we can't get anywhere else? Nothing really. Yeah. No, it's just, uh, you know, look, I, I have a podcast. I've had it for coming up on this next month. will be uh, in three weeks. It'll be four years. I've had my podcast and I'm not going to shit on other people for having a podcast, but when everybody in Bachelor Nation has one and they're all kind of doing the same thing, it's just like, yeah. how do you really differentiate? It is a random threesome. It is it's weird. So it is it is weird that the current Bachelorette has her own podcast because she's, yeah. she's clearly not going to give anything away. Yeah. And that's what we all want to know, right? We don't care yeah. about Tasha. You know, they interviewed, I don't know, they were interviewing Chriselle. Now, that is, again, like interesting because like it's a Bachelor Nation podcast, but now they're interviewing like other. So they were interviewing Chriselle and I was just like, what is going on here? So Bachelor Nation is a ride. It's like you watch the show, but then there are all these, like you said, contestants are all incestuous or all up in each other's business. And so even if the season isn't on, you were saying you're busy on on times. They have so much shit going on when it's not on. Yeah. And so many fucking, so many of them. Yeah. No, it's, it's getting to be too much. I don't have the time to listen to all these podcasts. I don't listen to any yeah. uh, Bachelor Nation podcasts at all, unless it's a guest that I want to hear what they have to say. Because, right. um, you know, this show is not a fan of me. They're not going to give me their contestants. You know, if you want to hear contestants that just got eliminated or whatever, you're going to have to go to Bachelor Happy Hour or. But you heard about, but you said you had Colton on your podcast. Yeah, that was somebody that basically just said, screw it, I don't care about this show anymore. I'm basically wow. going to get the contestants that don't give a shit and don't want to be a part of Bachelor Nation anymore. And you, and you think that's, so who who else besides Colton came on your show? Oh, I mean, I've had plenty in the past, but they're all contestants from three, four, or five years ago. Mm. It's nobody who's currently under contract. Right, because the people now are like, I don't want to risk my yeah, fab fit. I don't want to risk possibly this. getting not cast on, on Paradise. But I have... If you go back in my podcast list, you'll see I have plenty of people that have been on my podcast that got cast later on for Paradise. So it doesn't I, I know they think it in their head like, oh shit, if I go on Steve's, I'm yeah. gonna get cast. But and I can tell them till I'm blue in the face, look, if they want you, you going on my podcast is not gonna kill your chances, trust me, but they don't they don't buy like it. Like they had stupid chat on Paradise, okay? You you can go on Paradise even if you're kind of a fuck up. Yeah. So do you know anything about Matt season? This I don't want to know. But do you know, do you have spoilers for, for it? Wait, did it, it started filming, right? They're almost done. Yeah. They're almost done. Yeah. And they announced, uh, a, they announced a premiere date too. Yeah, no, it's always the first Monday in January. This will be the 13th season, 14th season in a row, first Monday. Okay. First, okay, so we won't even have that big of a gap between, yeah. oh, fun. It's going to be maybe two weeks. Oh, stop. Yeah. Because Tasha's, Got about six episodes left. That puts her at December 22nd. 
the following week is the 29th and then he's on the fourth the following Monday. So is it always like that too or no? No, because this is because of COVID because co- oh, Claire season would have been, Claire season would have aired from May until July and then paradise would have been right at the end of July till mid September. And mm-hmm. then nothing from airing from September through December. But oh right, okay. So everything just got pushed back, and they eliminated Paradise this year. Right. So all the people on Peter's season were probably really upset they didn't get to go. Yeah, it just means that next bat, next Paradise, next summer, we're gonna have to choose the cast. They're gonna have to choose from Peter's girls, Claire's guys, Matt's girls, and whoever the next Bachelorette is in March, their guys. So they're gonna have four seasons of single people to choose from. So it'll be a uh, It'll be top-notch uh, casting for sure. Oh, my God. Wait, one more question about Claire. Did you notice at the beginning of her season, poor Benoit, not only was he not mentioned in the history of Claire's love life, he also apparently came to film something and it was cut. And I'm just picturing Benoit coming from Canada quarantining filming he put up on his story the morning of the thing he was like i'm gonna be on and then it wasn't and he was not even mentioned in the history of her dating life yeah production talked about that and they just said for our intro of claire's season we just wanted to focus on the pandemic and show the process of how we got these guys here and the testing that we did and we just didn't feel that the stuff that we filmed with benoit some things had to get on the cutting room floor and that happened to be Oh my, you could probably get Benoit. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> probably do it. So Steve, um, anything you know about Matt's uh, season? I mean, I know I, the only thing I've really posted, uh, spoiler wise, I mean, I, I told the people the location where they were filming his season, you know. Where's that? A month before they filmed it. Uh, it's at the Nemecolin Woodlands Resort in Pennsylvania. It's where they filmed the episode four of Jojo season. Oh, I remember that. That's a nice result. I, I, you know, I remember that because I think I Googled it. It was so nice. Uh, Chad, that was the one where Chad and Alex had the two on one where Chad got sent home. That, that episode where they, they were in the woods. In that episode. Oh. So, um, yeah, his, that's, a, that's a bigger resort than, than Claire. Oh yeah. No, it's super, it's super nice. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, the whole season's being filmed there just like Claire's and, I spoiled who got the first impression rose and I spoiled all the names of the, I mean, they released the cast list, you know, they released 43 names back in October, but they only released the first name and last initial. And then by the end of that day, I had all 43 last names, their Instagram accounts, Facebook accounts, if they had them. And then, you know, their job. First impression Do you know who rose, wins? Oh no, you said they, they didn't rap yet. So you don't uh, rap yet. Yeah. And, but you also posted something about him, a girl that he went on a date with while like Tyler C was dating Gigi That's is actually right. on the show. So it's kind of a Kelly and Peter situation. Well, she was one of the 43 that was in the list, but oh. she never got, she never made it to first night. She never got cast. Do they always do that? Is it always, is there always Not that a many. list? Not that many. They so always have. They always have alternate. They always have alternates ready to go. But you know, Claire had forty-two that were released three days before her filming started. And how many guys showed up her first night? Thirty-one. So yeah. eleven never made it. Well, four. So technically, seven never made it on because four ended up making it. Right, coming later. But they're not doing that for Matt. I don't think they're. I don't think they added girls halfway through or whatever, or a few episodes in. So he's not. I know he didn't get forty-three women to start his season. They're not going to drop right. three women on. So, so is it? I'm so, guessing probably 30 to 33. So probably 10 to 13 of those women never made it on. And she was one that I heard um, didn't get cast. When that, oh, didn't get cast. So they release all the people, but then. They, well, they want, they, they kind of want their, they, they kind of want Bachelor Nation to do their work for them to report any stories of, oh, have you heard anything about this uh, guy and any bad stories? And that's why they've been doing Cause they've only been doing that for the last five or six years. So it's kind of trying to eliminate, like, weed out a little bit before you know, the show starts. Bad apples, yeah. I see. Listen, Steve, you're a world of Bachelor Nation knowledge. Thank you so much for coming on. Everyone, oh, if you don't know Reality Steve, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> and you don't watch Bachelor. You don't watch, you don't watch the shows. Follow him on Twitter, podcast, 
Instagram. It's all it's all Reality Steve at Reality Steve on Twitter, Reality Steve Instagram. Website is realitysteve.com, and my podcast is the Reality Steve podcast. All right, Reality Steve, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday.